Welcome to the weekly podcast of the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. VOH Radio brings an in-depth understanding of the scriptures prophetically, rich revelation of the early church apostolic fathers, and biblical interpretation of the biggest news and political stories of our day. Take VOH Radio with you on the go. Listen on demand weekly. New programs released every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, and more. To partner with us, please go to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Or email us at radio at voh.church. You're listening to The Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. Blessings to our listeners out there. Uh, we just want to thank you for tuning in to The Voice of Healing Radio and Television. Um, we just want you to know that as we're here at the Reawakening Conference in Phoenix, it's just been a, a wonderful time of meeting new people that are coming out and telling us just what's happening across the country, different things that that uh, that are really exposing uh, the agenda of what the part of our government is doing and what they're trying to bring forward. So many times I get asked, well, what can I do? Who can protect me? What Should I buy a gun? Should I do all these different things? Well, the, the person that we have here next uh, is a great advocate for what you can do next. And he's going to really help you to understand what your rights are and how to protect those rights. Uh, Sheriff Richard Mack, Sheriff, I want to thank you for being uh, with us. And I want to thank all those out there that are part of our our uh, police forces across the country. We just want to thank you guys for what you have stood up and done. But Richard, so many people ask me all the time, well, what can I do to be protected? And, and one of the things I've always known is the sheriffs. They're really set there really to protect the people mostly against what's going on in the government, correct? Yes, absolutely. If you if you go back into the old Anglo-Saxon days of uh, the Sheriff of Nottingham and Robin Hood, uh, it, the office of sheriff goes over uh, back in history over a thousand years. Wow. And during that, that, yeah, during that thousand years, yeah. his job has always remained the same. The ultimate protector of the people. And now we see the necessity to have uh, sheriffs that really protect us. And the part of the oath of office that comes into play the most is to protect us from all enemies, both foreign and domestic. Yes. Because we have so many domestic enemies. Yes. We have one or two of them in the White House. Yeah. <laughs> they, are, they are enemies of the people. They're enemies of America, and they're enemies of the Constitution. And and I can't, I can't believe it that Biden has even mentioned the Constitution a couple of times that we have to protect the Constitution, you know? Yeah. Well, and he sits there and destroys it every day. Yeah. And so uh, the vital part of the sheriff's job is that he will protect us from tyranny, oppressive government, and abusive government. And... How could a sheriff say otherwise? Sure. Well, I'll protect you from the street gangs, but the IRS and the FBI and the White House can come in and do anything to you that they want. Yeah. That doesn't provide me very much protection at all, then, does it? Sure. You know, and if we're going to, like the Second Amendment, 
if we're going to protect your right to keep and bear arms, mm-hmm. who's violating your right to keep and bear arms? It's government. Exactly. The, the street gangs, they're not going to they're not going to destroy your right to keep and bear arms. Yeah. They would love to steal guns from you, sure. but you could still go get another one tomorrow. Sure. With with Biden's proposals and what the federal government has done and some state governments, they're taking away your right. Yeah. And usually it happens right after another shooting. Yeah. They go after the honest, law-abiding Americans instead of going after the criminal. They make sure. excuses for the criminal, but they come after us. Yeah. You know, and the sheriff can stop all of that. You know what's interesting to me? I mean, you bring up so many interesting topics right now. But a lot of the stuff that we have watched, what happened in Oregon, what happened in some of our major cities, burning down, and the police being told to hold back, and and really a lot of our officers being abused. And uh, I forget, I think it was in, uh, I want to say in Seattle, where they had fired so many of them. Those officers went to other states and just settled yeah. right in and, yeah. and never missed a beat. But now those cities are saying, these same cities that were defund the police, right? Yeah. Now they're like, we, we need you back. We, you know, we made a mistake. Yeah. And I mean, are these people that stupid? Or, or you know, do they really think that the criminals are going to go home and not rob anybody anymore, yeah. right? Or <laughs> what, what, what are they thinking? Yeah, um, it, it's, it's obvious that they're putting party before politics, mm-hmm. and they just want their party to win. And when this caused such a huge loss for them, they go, oh, whoops. I guess we miscalculated this thing. People really do want police protection. Yeah. And people don't want to watch Portland get burned down and Seattle get burned down and the violence in Chicago and New York City. People don't like that. Yeah. They don't want it. You, you know, yeah. what's, it's crazy. As you look at New York City, it's empty compared to the way it used to be. Oh, yeah, totally. P- people have left there. And, and the people that were supposed to be supporting all this stuff, they're not living there anymore. They left. And tourists aren't coming back either. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's that bad. Somebody just sent me pictures from there uh, the other day, and it was like the streets were almost empty. I was like, what, was that Sunday morning or what? What's, right. what's going on? And, but people, they are getting uh, a wake-up call, I think, right now. What what do you see happening within the uh, the 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 sheriff community, the police community? Because there's got to be a lot of police officers that are saying, you know, something's got to change. Yeah, they are. They they are saying that. And I train sheriffs and peace officers across the country because I own I own a national organization called Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association, and. This is quite a unique, maybe a novel idea, (laughs) but that every peace officer in this country should put liberty first in the execution of their jobs. If, if for instance, if I'm uh, going to handle a situation like we had in about 10 years ago in Albany Airport, there were people handing out flyers. Well, the the, uh, airport authority wanted them arrested and hauled off because they wouldn't leave and he told them that they couldn't pass out flyers. Well, the deputy sheriff, Stan Lennett, comes in and says, uh, these people aren't doing anything wrong. This is their constitutional right. And uh, he made the uh, uh, airport authority person, uh, spokesman, leave him alone. Mm-hmm. He said, a, a, a deputy sheriff now, just a patrol officer, is saying, this is their constitutional right and I will stand and protect them in that right. Mm-hmm. Now, what if we had 
500,000 officers doing the same thing nationwide. Yeah. Do you think we would hear about these ridiculous shootings that cops do unnecessarily? Do you think you'd hear about the uh, violence of cops taking it out on innocent citizens? No, because they would be understanding their job is to be a protector of the people, a defender of liberty, and the promoter of constitutional republic that we're supposed to be. Nice. I, I, I think, uh, I mean, if you think, I, one of the jobs I've always said, I, I have family members that were in the police force, and mm-hmm. I've always said it's, it's a job I wouldn't want because to get up every day to know yeah. you're going to face something that could cost your life, let alone the, all the abuse. It's, right. it's not like you're you know going to buy something or sell something where you got a smile on your right. face getting a new car or you got some guy chirping at you saying something right. with an attitude because he did something wrong, right? right. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a really unthankful job. That, and that really, most, most, most of the police, most of us, most of the police just want to be thanked by the public. Yeah. You know, we want their support. You know, and really, even the ones that do stupid things, it's very seldom. It's very few. It's a. It's not even one percent that do these horrible things, and and so you know, there's bad apples in every. Sure. I, I mean, there's bad pastors. There's 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 bad religious leaders. You know, <coughs> there's, bad, there's bad politicians. <laughs> uh, well, that's about ninety eight percent. Yeah, for some reason, it just seems like the. Uh, Good people going into politics makes them bad, yeah. and bad people going into politics makes them worse. <laughs> you know, it's a it's a horrible thing. We need to change that paradigm too. But as far as sheriffs go, the sheriffs are the only law enforcement officers elected in America, and they report only to the people. You know, they have no other supervisor or boss. Uh, it, the people are the sheriff's boss, and that makes it to where the sheriff has to please them, yeah, not a, a political buffer between yeah, exactly. the people and the politicians. Exactly. And yeah. and the doctrine of interposition is exactly what you're saying. The sheriff interposes on behalf of the people. He puts himself in the way, and that is a very peaceful and effective process. It's nonviolent, and and we do not advocate violence of yeah. any kind. Richard, Richard, let me ask you this. Uh, do, do Does every state have sheriffs or just certain states? No. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, Connecticut has no sheriffs. They voted the office out about 20 years ago. Huge mistake. Yeah. And Alaska and Hawaii, when they came into the union in 1959, they never established the office of sheriff. Wow. Now, Hawaii will say, yeah, we have sheriffs. No, they don't. They have a guy called the sheriff that provides security for the legislative building mm-hmm. and for some courts. They're not elected sheriffs. Okay. So... One, they're not elected. Two, they're not really cops. Mm-hmm. And, and they just do whatever they're told. See, I, we just moved our, our facilities from Southern California to, uh, to, to Texas. Yeah. And in Southern California, right before we left, I, I, I began to really realize the importance of the sheriffs because they begin to stand up against the politicians in LA County, there Riverside County, yep. where where they were they were trying to push these mandates before they were even mandated right. politically. They said we're not going to go out there, we're not going to arrest people for not wearing a mask. Well, blah, none blah, of blah. them are laws anyway, exactly. and we're supposed to enforce the law. And an order or a mandate from a self-appointed dictator is not a law. 
Yeah. So we're law enforcement. If it's not a law, we shouldn't be enforcing it. But what we teach also, what if there's like a, quote, law passed by, let's say California, they're a good one, we're, that's who we're talking about, and they say, you, you can't own a gun anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay? So what does the sheriff do? Does he enforce that or does he enforce the Second Amendment? Yeah. And we teach that the Second Amendment, the Bill of Rights, supersede all other laws and legislation. Learn on the go with the Voice of Healing video-on-demand platform. Stream hours of rich understanding on any platform, any device, anytime, and anywhere right at your fingertips. Your calling is great and your promise is huge. Gain access to all the broadcasts that The Voice of Healing is releasing worldwide and catch fire for this next season. Sign up today by heading to voh.church slash watch and be inspired. So say if the, the state of California came in, they said, we're voting out all guns in the state of California. The sheriffs they, would have to come out and say, it's not happening in my county. Wow. Yeah. That would be something to see. And you, and you heard, you mentioned yeah. Sheriff from Riverside, yeah. Sheriff from L.A., Villanueva, and yep. Bianco in, in Riverside. They've come out and told the governor, we're not enforcing your crap. Yeah, you know, don't tell us to come and enforce your mask or all this other stuff. We're not doing it. Well, they, they, the the sheriff in LA County really, uh, I, I was surprised at his. He pushed for he he basically he said that the the city of Los Angeles was making laws unconstitutionally because they were they were sitting at home taking videos with masks on in their house, right? And and say, and voting on laws without the people being involved in those laws being, being made. Correct. And he said, this is unconstitutional. This is this is messing with uh, the sheriff department, number one. Right. Our, the sheriffs are sick and tired of this stupid stuff. Right. And then, and then I had to, I got a giggle out of it because he showed this, the sports stadiums filled with people not wearing masks, screaming at each other's faces, right? I said, well, there's no social distancing going on there, right? <laughs> and total strangers hugging yeah. each other and giving yeah. high fives. Exactly. You know, yeah. so, so it was like, it, it, he, made, he made them look so ridiculous. And usually they don't need his help. Yeah. No, <laughs> this is true, especially in L.A. County. Right. Uh, but I, even in people, I, I noticed the people in L.A. County started waking up to like, yeah, yeah what's, what's going on here? And it's just that reasoning. But, you know, that sheriff said there is something going on here that is that is uh, that is not right. There, there's something that basically is illegal going on here. And, and it needed a sheriff to stand up and say that because exactly. the, 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 uh, the, 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 the um, state troopers are not in that role. No. And neither are the police force in that role. No. It, it took that buffer in the middle to say, we got to change this, fellas, because... And, and really, he called everybody to... to, to uh, he called the state troopers, he called the police force to, to task. He said, this is not right. We're, we're, these yeah. are not right laws. And uh, we get, this got to be corrected. And since then, they stopped. They, they've gone back into the office, I guess, and done, done things where they're supposed to do. So that's yeah. the importance of the sheriffs. Absolutely. In our country. Absolutely. And, and for what would you say to sheriffs that are out there that uh, that, that don't understand this? How I mean, obviously, this is something you're doing, right? You're, you're helping yeah. them understand what their rights are, what their constitutional rights are, that, that, that they're not allowed to be bullied around by the other departments, yeah. whatever's going All on All we there. ask is that the sheriffs look at my Supreme Court case 
and that they take our training. Yeah. And and I promise, my promise to anyone who attends our training is you will never look at your job as a sheriff or law enforcement officer, you will never look at it the same. Because you'll understand that your job is not just make arrests and kick in doors and go after drug dealers, that your job in the American Republic is to protect liberty. And, and if we get if we make that shift from I'm Mr. Tough Guy with the gun and the badge and the uniform to a true public servant, I will protect and defend your liberty at all costs. Then we're going to take liberty back in America nice. tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. The, now, when it comes to the Constitution, compared to state laws or whatever mm-hmm. other laws there are there, what is... What is the sheriff's responsibility, his priority? Well, that's, that's a really good question, too. I love it. Uh, because, first of all, every sheriff and every peace officer has to swear, every public official has to swear an oath of allegiance to the Constitution yep. of the United States and in the, of the state constitution wherein they work. Mm-hmm. So if you're a California sheriff, you're swearing an oath of allegiance to the United States Constitution first yep. and the California Constitution. There's usually no contradiction there. Yeah. Okay? However, the supreme law of the land is the United States Constitution, and the supreme part of that is the Bill of Rights. And so the Bill of Rights lists about 28 Unalienable rights, some people say unalienable, but I say it's unalienable. They cannot be leaned, they cannot be touched. Mm. And that these rights are sacred and they come before all others. Wow. So, yeah, so if if I'm ever put in the quandary of putting a state law that I'm supposed to enforce and I compare that to, say, the Second Amendment, or even the First Amendment. I'm about freedom of religion. Yeah. And they make rules that say you can arrest ministers for having church. Yeah. Which some sheriffs have done. Mm-hmm. And Newsom did it here. Uh, did it in California. And one of the pastors sued him and won. Mm-hmm. Said the governor doesn't run our church. Jesus Christ does. What yeah. a great line. I love that. <laughs> and and what a great pastor. Yeah. And so, what comes first? God-given rights come first. Yep. And that's what. Every sheriff and cop needs to understand. Government didn't bestow these rights. God did. Sure. And they gave, they received, we all did. Yeah. We were bestowed with the right to breathe and the right to run our own lives. Now, I got, I, you know, I know you're not a lawyer, but I, I, I know enough lawyers and I know enough police officers. The only problem with lawyers is they went to law school. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know there's that try to confuse the law and there's those to try to uphold it. I'll just say that, right, Richard? Yeah. But but what do you think about these mandates? I, I know one just sort of fell apart in the Supreme Court with yep. uh, with the uh, mandates for vaccines. for vaccines for the medical profession, but do you see it? I, I don't see, I, it just to me can't hold water anywhere. It's, it, their decision was, uh, their ruling was still too wishy-washy. It was a little bit of both. Well, we can man, we can mandate to first responders and and healthcare uh, medical p- professionals. No, they can't. They can't yeah. do it to anybody. 
I was glad to see it. I was I was afraid it wasn't going to be any victory at all. They were going to let Biden do whatever he wanted. But uh, I'm grateful for that part. But still, uh, it really disturbs me how many politicians don't get it and they don't understand. And and Biden's going to really want to uh, stack the deck in the Supreme Court now so he can get more Democrats in there to do what he to do what he wants. And he's already suggested that he's going to do that. Do you know how illegal that is to say yeah. that you're going to politically stack the deck in the Supreme Court so you can win everything? That's yeah. treason. Yeah. You, he has no authority to do that. And he's telling the world that I'm going to do something illegal here. Yeah. You know? But I'll well, tell you. Well, well, the U.S. citizens will be able to, to change that in a few months here if, if they I wake up and go do that. They, they should send a very strong message to these socialist, communist uh, Democrats and say, we don't want you back. No, I, I think that I think Richard, I think we're going to see that. I really do. I, I, yeah. I I've been watching some of the programs and the analysts, and they're saying that the people that are leaving uh, California, the people that are leaving uh, um, uh, New York, and these in these and blue states, they're, they're turning, leaving Kamala Harris. Yeah, they, yeah, they're they're changing <laughs> over staff. to to Republicans, so yeah. conservatives because they're they're tired of it. You know, it's it's just so flip flip-sided I mean there's just so much going on so as as we come into this next year I, I you know this year is going to be I think it's a really deciding year a turning year a shifting year right um I, I I've always said this and I've been saying that I see the sheriff's department playing a big part in protecting people's rights from other uh, government agencies that would try to distort those rights um, for for the average citizen that's out there, and he feels like his rights are being infringed upon. Right, his, his constitutional rights. Sure. How can he work with the sheriff's department and say, you know what, this law came down. This is unconstitutional. Is there any way that that that, that can uh, the citizens and the and the, and yeah, the department that, work that actually together? needs to be what happens on a daily basis? Yeah. Uh, whether it's the IRS abusing citizens or uh, the FDA going after uh, Amish farmers for not pasteurizing their milk, whatever it is. Uh, any citizen being abused by government officials, whether state or federal, they should be able to go to their sheriff and say, I have no place else to turn. Nice. They're costing me everything I've worked for my entire life. I don't have money for a lawyer. Can't you just tell these people to leave me alone? Why do I have to be uh, victimized so much by government officials? Yeah. I want to be left alone. I'm not asking for anything. I just want to be left alone. And these people won't let me be left alone. I'm not hurting anybody else. Yeah. So the sheriff morally and lawfully would be required to provide that victim of government tyranny and abuse he would be required morally and lawfully to provide relief to that person and protect them from that kind of abuse. So how do, if, if people want to get in contact or work with you or help help what you're doing, how do they do that? Well, everybody can become a member of the CSPOA. We have a CSPOA posse branch on our website. We want... Do, do I get a, if I join, do I get a yeah. badge? Oh, yeah, see this, that little one right okay. there. <laughs> Okay. So, yeah, we have a lapel pin badge. It's beautiful. Yeah. And everybody gets it. But this is the thing. 
you're part of the solution that we can take America back, county by county, one good sheriff at a time. And if you want a constitutional sheriff in your county, call us, get involved, go to cspoa.org, CISPOA, cspoa.org, and become a member, make a donation, and be part of the the solution and the holy cause of liberty. Can you, can you repeat those websites again? CSPOA, CISPOA, stands for Constitutional Sheriff's Peace Officers Association, cspoa.org. Well, that's been a pleasure talking to you, brother. You got an excellent radio voice, by oh, the well, way. Oh, thank you. It, it, it thank sounds you. good on radio. <laughs> So we've been listening to to uh, Sheriff Richard Mack, and he's just uh, been a blessing for all our listeners out there across the country. Um, if you feel like, you know, this is new information to you, if this is information that you can use, I, I say it all the time, you know, the only thing we're going to get, the only way we're going to get things done is to get up and make a difference, no matter whether that's in our schools, with our police officers, with our sheriffs. Uh, we have the ability to change things. These men are put in the place of being a buffer between us and the government. As you heard Richard saying, it's important for us to, to, to understand what their function is. We want to thank all of those out there for listening. This is VOH Television. God bless you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Your financial gift helps the Voice of Healing Radio bring revelation to God's kingdom and to the nations. Have a testimony or prayer request? Call us at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or send us an email at radio at voh.church. And don't forget to add VOH Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your current updates. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petrone.